step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. <clears throat> Hello, Nat Sound. Welcome to Nat Nightly for another hastily prepared edition of... That's Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington for Federal Baseball. I've got Doghouse on the phone on his way home from National Park. The Nationals beat the St. Louis Cardinals 2-1 to tonight on the strength of home runs by Danny Espinoza and Bryce Harper, Doghouse. One of the biggest blasts I've seen in a long time, 434. 47 plate appearances between home runs. First since May 13th, 12th of the season. 434 feet to right off the facade of the upper deck here that Jackie Robinson's retired, number 42. Good God, I have written in my notes. He absolutely crushed the hanging turn from Mike Leach for the game-tying home run there. Just a massive blast by Bryce Harper. Yeah, he, he really demolished that ball. For as long as it's taken in between his last couple of home runs, uh, that one, he he got all of that. That was that was positively done at, in its in its titanic moonshot majesty, and that that wasn't just off the facing of the upper deck. That actually hit in the upper deck, just beside like a little Brooklyn Dodgers logo next to Jackie Robinson's name. There, uh, it bounced in and out. Fan had a chance to make a play on it. Dude, you snooze, you lose. I think that came down and fell into the bullpen. Which is, uh, you know, that dude is bumming right now. <laughs> uh, just nice to see Bryce Harper get one. He didn't look particularly good at the plate, but if you hang a curveball up there like uh, Leak did for him, he can still demolish it when he gets a shot. So a good sign from Harper after he struggled it over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I wrote extensively <laughs> a very long article this afternoon <laughs> about uh, Dusty Baker talking about how he wanted to give him a day off yesterday, hope all the work he's doing kind of settle in, get that muscle memory back working together. He knows how to hit a, a hanging curve. Uh, the muscle memory still works on those, apparently. Yeah. You, uh, you know, the, the, the phrase hang it and bang it uh, certainly applied there. <laughs> he, he sees a, you know, a little cement mixer left up there in the middle of the zone, he's, he's going to put the wood on it and send it very, very far like he did. And that was uh, that was nice to watch because as you were saying, his first couple of ABs did not look real great. Uh, he, was, he was chasing out of the zone. Um, it didn't look confident. You know, maybe, uh, maybe getting that, that poorly executed mistake pitch is... Uh, will trigger something for him and let him realize that, no, he's got to wait for his pitch. Don't go chasing. Let let the ball come to you. We pick on Danny Espinosa all the time. Hold on a second. Dave Nichols, is this oh, you yeah, calling you? Is that you, Dave? Hello? Dave Nichols? Yes, me, Dave. Just like we rehearsed it. Dave, I'll throw this one to you then. We pick on Danny Espinosa all the time with my hashtag contact out there on Twitter every once in a while. 
When he does connect, he has some silly power, though. Fourth of the year, 2-1 in the seventh. Uh, hit one into the second deck and right. He made two E's tonight, but he got all of a first pitch from uh, Mike Leake and absolutely crushed it. Second deck, not quite as far as Harper hit one tonight, but nice to see SD power up and ends up getting the game winner in this case. Well, yeah, you know, he's a major league player. Occasionally, major league players run into one. Um <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to I don't want to denigrate his his uh batting prowess this evening but um you know I, honestly I have been the biggest proponent of bringing Trey Turner up um since the middle of last season so uh maybe I'm not the one that should have been asked about the, the Danny Espinosa home run but um he is most he grudging is, right? plays ever right Danny Espinosa <laughs> is what he is he's a he's a 200 hitting 295 on base percentage. Uh, occasionally, he's going to hit a home run, and he's going to provide you adequate defense. I, I don't even think he's, he's a good defender. I, I don't think he's a Gold Glove defender, and I certainly don't think he's as good a defender as some of the folks in Nat Town think he is. Um, but he did run into one tonight and won the game for the Nats, so that's as far as I'm going to denigrate him. <laughs> Free trade, Turner. You're not the only one thinking it. Uh, Joe Ross on the mound, doghouse, uh, held the Cardinals to one run in six innings when he faced them in Bush Stadium last month or early this month. I don't remember what the exact date was, but it was right around the turn of the calendar. Uh, three and four in eight games before tonight, 2.70 ERA, 3.345, 2.89 walks per nine, 7.14 Ks per nine, 2.40, 3.13, 3.62 line against in 46 and two-thirds. Uh, he hung a slider to uh, Ledman Diaz in the fourth, and uh, one run allowed in seven innings tonight. Again, that's two runs in 13 innings versus the Cardinals so far this year. Jesse Baker took him up to 110 pitches, a uh, high pitch count sort of, but pretty easy night for him. Wasn't giving up a whole lot of contact. Uh, got out of trouble in a few situations that he did get in. Got a lot of double plays. I think three double plays while he was on the mound tonight. Uh, generating those ground balls and another solid start for Ross against the Cardinals. Yeah, and I think one of those one of those plays was the, the reasonably uncommon chase the the runner out of the baseline and get him called out for that, uh then and then go to first. Um yeah, Ross is uh is the exception to the, the pitch to pitch to strikeout dominance that we get from a lot of the rest of the the, the Nats rotation. He's a contact manager, uh and that's that's a bit of a challenge when you're still basically a two-pitch pitcher. You know, the, the vaunted splitter that Papelbaum was supposed to be teaching him in spring is, is not a pitch he uses very much. Uh, he's still mainly a fastball slider kind of guy. And that, that limits your options when you're, when you're getting that second, third time through the order and you're trying to create different looks and you, you're trying to fool people. You leave one up and boom, it ends up in the bullpen like it did tonight. I mean, he, he was able to get enough weak contact and enough ground balls that that was really the only uh, uh, the only danger that he was in for, for most of the game. But, uh, you know, he had a fair amount of base runners. He had 110 pitches through, through six. Uh, it's not – he had a good result. It's not the optimal process that I'd prefer. But, but good on him for making it work. Dave, I get the feeling that uh, Joe Ross's change and his splitter are kind of like Jordan Zimmerman's change-up back in the day where I'd hear him talk about it every uh, 
winter and started to think it was more about just getting the notion that he throws a changeup out there than the fact that he was actually going to pitch it. Uh, he's still pretty much functioning with two pitches right now, which makes it difficult if you ever shake off a pitch against major league hitters, but continues to get the job done. And another really impressive start by Joe Ross here against the Cardinals team. That's not the powerhouse they've been in recent years, but still a dangerous team for a pitcher like him. Well, yeah, and the thing is, Ross strikes out enough guys that um, that, that it, it makes the, the contact that he gives up um, manageable. I mean, Doc House said it right. He, he manages contact tonight. You know, here's the thing. Joe Ross should still be in the minor leagues, right? He should still be in the minor leagues learning a third pitch instead of having success against major league hitters. But here he is having success against major league hitters. I mean, he has more major league starts. Um, then he had double-A and triple-A starts combined at this point, I think. So um, this is a guy who's still a very young pitcher, still can learn a third pitch, but essentially he's Dan Heron. Um, when Heron was in his prime, he's a, he's a sinker-slider pitcher that strikes out enough guys to, to, to keep him honest. And, and if Joe Ross has um, Dan Heron's career, then everybody's going to be the better for it. I think he's going to end up being a better pitcher than, than Heron, and I think he is going to develop a third pitch. Um, it's just hard to do that during the season against major league hitters. And if for now, for this season, he's a six-inning guy because he starts getting hit the third time through the order, then I, then I think the Nats live with it because so far the, the results have been good enough. So, okay, so- Anthony Rendon, two for three tonight. That makes him 20 for 56 over the last 15 games. He had a 340 average over the last 15 games coming into this uh, game tonight. I don't know why you were ever worried about him. Oh, yeah. Uh, how, how could I ever doubt those, those, that smile and those deep brown eyes? I, I, I could get lost in them, really. Uh all right, it's, it's, it's nice to see him warming up a little bit here. Uh, still, still playing some, some reasonably solid defense, but uh, I, I'm not convinced he's all the way back yet. Uh, certainly we haven't seen uh, quite the, the power that we'd like to see out of Rendon, okay? He's, he's connected, uh, you know, hit, hit one out recently, but uh, certainly not at the rate that, that we'd prefer. And... All right, if he, if he wakes up, if Zim wakes up, this is going to be a, a, a terrible and awesome, terrible in the sense of inspiring terror in others, not terrible in the more modern sense of not very good uh, uh, offensive lineup. But um, right now I'm, I'm not convinced he's all the way back. I can't believe, I can't believe you doubt Anthony Rendon. Dave, Steven, Steven Strasburg's arch nemesis, Mike Leake on the mound tonight. Three and three in nine games, 407 ERA, 441 FIP, 1.95 walks per nine, 5.37 K per nine, 241, 293, uh, 392 line against, and 55 and a third. Gave up five hits, a walk, five earned runs, and seven innings versus the Nats in Bush Stadium earlier this season, but a 208 ERA, 200, 238, 316 line against, and four starts since facing the Nats. Five scoreless before he left up that hanger for Harper. SD gets him two for the only two runs he allowed. Uh, Seven hits total on the night. Didn't give the Nationals much, but those two blasts were enough for them to beat uh, Leak, who hasn't beat the Nationals since 2011. Didn't get it done tonight either. Just before I talk about his performance, what shtick is funnier that we do than perpetuating the Mike Leak, Steven Strasburg? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I think that's our best stick right there is perpetuating that rivalry. After what um, he said, I'll, ne- I'll never not mention it. I'll just say that. Right. Um, yeah, Leak was good. Uh, he was good the last time the Nats faced him, and he's a decent pitcher. But, you know, when 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 you've got to face the powerhouse of Danny Espinosa hitting eight in the lineup, <laughs> you never know what's going to happen against you. Oh, by the way, has Harper's home run landed yet? <laughs> I've watched it three or four times already and watched uh, at records and radio on Twitter caught him cutting up his batting gloves after he went up there without them on and hit one barehanded. So apparently no more batting gloves for Bryce Harper. He's figured out the secret that was causing him problems the last couple of weeks. Doghouse. Just rub some dirt it. on it. <laughs> they handed a 2-1 lead to the bullpen after seven strong by Joe Ross tonight. Felipe Rivero, a 17-pitch inning, works around Danny Espinosa's second error of the night. Papelbon comes on. A surprisingly stress-free inning from Papelbon. Uh, I was worried about it going in there. The Cards actually have the most runs in the ninth inning in baseball so far this year, but Papelbon and Felipe Rivero pretty much handled this eighth and ninth quickly. Got this over, game over with in a hurry. It was a little over two hours and 30 minutes. Yeah, R- Rivero looks good. He is uh, really turning into exactly the pitcher we were hoping he, we were hoping that he would be from the beginning of the season. Uh, a solid, high leverage guy, not afraid to pitch in uh, in, a, in, a, in a stressful, high leverage situation. G- goes equally well after righties and lefties. You know, faces the string of lefties, gets a bunch of right-handed pinch hitters, gets them out or, or limits their contact with a plum, and then. Um, Somehow, Papelbon does not cause horrendous problems and has a relatively stress-free inning, so thumbs up on that in spite of it being against the heart of the order. Still don't think he should be the high-leverage guy, but, you know, not up to me and success today, so I will only complain this much about it. Matt Williams says he's my closer. Dave, uh... Uh, my favorite stick I should mention is Mike Rizzo pointing to his head, but Dusty Baker has to be pointing to his head today. He gives Danny Murphy a day off. Just the second game he hasn't played in so far this year was in 46 to 47 for today. So you got to get these guys a day off sometimes as much as fans don't like it when the top hitter in the league is in the lineup. But Dusty Baker's got to be happy to get out of here. A 2-1 win, a close game all the way, but the two blasts there lift them up and they get a win with Murphy sitting on the bench and getting a full day off at this point. Yeah, you know, that that's a nice luxury when you can rest your best hitter um, against a team and still pull the win off. And, um, you know, at least at least uh, Dusty did it this week where, he, where he's resting one guy at a time as opposed to, you know, over the weekend when he put his Sunday lineup out there for Saturday night on national television. So um, we give him props for, for picking his spots instead of doing it all at once. But, yeah, you know, these guys that play every day need to have days off as much as, they might not like it, and the fans might not like it. Um, you, you can't play 162 games. It's just um, the, the rigors of the schedule uh, demand it. So it, it, Murphy gets the night off, uh, an emotional series for him, uh, you know, against the Mets, I'm sure. So um, give him the first night of the series off, and they still pull a win out of it. Kudo on the night in the nation's capital. Tomorrow night, 7.05, Jaime Garcia against Max Scherzer in the second game of four in National Park. 
Nationals 29 and 19 after the win. There's all kinds of weird noises going out, and I'm a little scared. So we're going to wrap it up here. Nationally sponsored by federalbaseball.com. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow night. Go Nats. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.